far this year for the UFC has been no different than any other trip around the sun in that they've put on a lot of quality fights that have showcased violence or a high level of technique and sometimes they even come together and produce a fight of the night or maybe even fight of the year contender. My name is Flying Brian J and this video is aimed at talking about the top three fights that have happened so far in 2019 between the 1st of January and April 15th that is up to and including UFC 236. First, I want to go over the criteria for a fight to have been considered for this list. It had to have happened in the UFC's octagon between the 1st of January and the 15th of April 2019. It had to have been fight of the night for the event on which it took place. And I had to have watched it live and thoroughly enjoyed it. That's it. So let's go. But I want to start with number two. Vicente the Silent Assassin Luque versus Brian Bam Bam Barbarina. It doesn't play into how exciting the fight turned out to be, but I love that Barbarina walked out to Baby Shark. The tactic that he ended up using against Luke in this fight was more like a group of dolphins attacking a shark, in that I mean death by a thousand cuts. The majority of the time he threw Diaz-esque strikes that peppered Luke and didn't allow his opponent to emerge from his defensive shell. But there were times, like in the first round, when Barbarina threw with power and dropped Luke with a 3-2 combination. And although Luque looked extremely hurt, he hit a switch takedown and nearly secured a rear naked choke. Barbarina showed amazing grit, determination, and toughness by surviving that tight RNC only to pop out and immediately be put in a darse that, of course, he survived. In fact, both guys were able to keep their wits about them and stay in the fight at moments where I thought it was for sure gonna be over. The fight had volume striking from Barbarina. It had power striking and straight punches from Vicente Luque. It had fantastic offensive submissions from Luque. And plus, really good submission defense and grit from Brian Barbarina. And even when we went into the third round, I wasn't sure who was going to get the victory, even if it went to the judges. And apparently, the official judges' scorecards had it even going into that third round, and before getting finished, it seemed like Brian Barbarino was going to win the third round. Talk about ebb. Talk about flow. This fight included moments that I like to call heart-pounding, butt-puckering, non-stop action. I was on the edge of my seat the entire freaking time. And even though both men had taken a considerable amount of damage, I was still stunned when Luke got the finish with just five seconds to go in the entire fight. It is a definite contender for fight of the year. Number three, Max Blessed Holloway versus Dustin the Diamond Poirier. The fight was for the interim lightweight title and was the main event of UFC 236. One key word for this fight was volume. Holloway and Poirier landed enough significant strikes to have their fight end up as having the second most significant strikes landed in a single fight in UFC history behind Holloway versus Brian Ortega. They may have thrown an enormous amount of strikes, but I believe they both put even more heart on display. Both guys were hurt at multiple times in the fight, but it took a long time for either guy to go for a takedown or clinch. Instead, they agreed to exchange in the proverbial phone booth. Holloway landed with ample accurate strikes like he always does, but Poirier, for the majority of the fight, was doing the same, but with considerably more power. Something that added to my enjoyment of the bout was the sense that Holloway would be able to go one notch above his opponent's volume as the fight progressed like we saw him do against Aldo, Pettis, and Ortega. At times, we did get to see that. 
In a sense, we saw the absolute best from both fighters. That is, including how respectful and respectable each man is inside and outside the cage. They seemed cordial to each other in the midst of pouring on high levels of violence. After the second round, we even got a moment between these two guys that was very similar to Robbie Lawler versus Rory McDonald 2. Except for this one here, Holloway and Poirier, was more an air of respect and look at what we're fucking doing and less savagery that we saw from McDonald versus Lawler. This lightweight contest had nearly everything, including high stakes and a belt on the line. The reason I put it below Luke vs. Barbarina is that because watching it live, I felt Poirier was in control for the majority of the fight and ultimately had less ebb and flow. But nonetheless, Poirier vs. Max Holloway is a fight that even knowing the result, you could watch time and time again. Both guys showcased their stuff. We got to see a belt wrapped around Dustin Poirier's waist and... Overall, it was phenomenal. And number one, Kelvin on a mission for Gold Gaslam versus Israel, the last stylebender Adasanya. It happened in the co-main event of UFC 236 on April the 13th in Atlanta, Georgia. This fight had a ton of ebb, a ton of flow, and it showcased a high level of violence mixed with, you guessed it, a high level of technique. And there was an interim title belt on the line. Early on in this fight, in the very first round, Gaslam dropped Adesanya with a leaping in right hook. In the second round, Gaslam was still kind of leading the dance, but as he went in on a jab-cross combination, he got his feet tangled up and the cross didn't fire out properly. Adesanya capitalized with a counter overhand right that put Gaslam on his bottom. For a while after that, Adesanya was in full control. So much so that he dropped Gaslam again in the same round. The second time was with a perfectly placed back elbow. My goodness, that thing was delightful to look at. But of course, Gaslam didn't falter. He instead marched forward and kept himself in the fight. Not only was this fight back and forth with momentum mostly staying smack dab in the middle of the momentum meter, but we also saw high level techniques from each guy that many wouldn't have ever predicted that they would have thrown out or been successful with. Like in the fourth round when Gastelum landed a left high kick on his much taller opponent and nearly found a finish stemming from that unexpected strike. And in the fifth round, Adesanya almost locked in two submissions back to back first a guillotine choke and then a triangle off of his back similar to what Anderson Silva landed on Chael Sonnen so long ago at the very end of the fight Adesanya nearly put a stamp on things and got a finish as he landed savage ground and pound as time expired Adesanya won the decision and became the interim champ but both men showcased some of the greatest things about mixed martial arts fights for 25 minutes and set themselves up in a good spot to earn fight of the year honors when 2019 is completed. The reason this fight is the best so far this year and ahead of the other two on this list is because going into the fifth and final round, we had no idea who would win a decision. Very similar to Luke vs. Barbarina, but Gaslam vs. Adesanya had more on the line. It was a longer fight being five rounds with more ebbs and flows. Plus, it showcased an overall higher level of technique. Fights don't get better in any combat sport than Kelvin Gastelum versus Israel, the last style bender, Adesanya, and I could watch this thing over and over and over again. 
Thank you so much for making it to this point in the video. In the comment section down below, I want you to tell me two things. One is what was your favorite fight so far this year? And two is what has been the best individual performance so far in 2019 up to and including, of course, UFC 236. Please give the video a thumbs up and I'll see you on my next one. Namaste. Namaste.